Welcome to Astro Kiki Radio. We are the e-news of astrology. Today, we'll be diving into the cosmic guidance from the stars, celebrities, and entertainment lifestyle. Thanks for joining us, and let's see what the universe has in store. Hello, all of my cosmic star-crossed lovers. I hope that you're having a wonderful day. Welcome to May. We are excited for an entire new season here with all sorts of astrological magic and goodies just for you. My name is Kyle Thomas, and I am a pop culture astrologer. We have an excellent show planned today where we are going to talk about some astrology forecast that's happening here, some celebrity entertainment, as well as a god who is a guest here today. We will dive right into that shortly, and now I would love for us to talk to our co-hosts here. My name's Aaron, I'm an astro coach living in Los Angeles, and I'm ready to talk some astrology. Hey guys, I'm Sam Davidson, uh, entertainment news journalist, red carpet reporter, pop culture expert, all things entertainment. I know it all. And I would like to introduce our special guest, Clark Moore. Thank you so much for being here, Clark. Thanks for having me. So you guys might know Clark from the amazing movie Love, Simon, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend, and the new Netflix show Huge in France. Um, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend and Huge in France are both now available on Netflix. He is extremely talented, and your star has risen so much over <laughs> the past couple of years. I mean, what's that been like for you? Did it happen very fast? Thank you. It's been... I mean, for me, I you know I want everything to happen immediately, so it feels slow. But uh, relatively speaking, things have been going really well over the past couple of years, so I'm very grateful. What is the most surprising thing that you think has happened to you over over the past couple of years? Uh, the fact that I'm working at all has been a surprise. It's been nice, a, a welcome surprise. Um, but it's been continuous, which is great. So I'm just hoping that it continues. I think so. And obviously you guys can all hear us right now, but we'll post his photo on Instagram and just look him up and you'll think to yourself, oh, that guy. I've seen him in so many things. That's me. Yep, that is you. Well, we are going to be getting into everything about you in just a little bit. But before then, we want to get into our weekly forecast with the two boys. Absolutely. So there's two things that we want to jump on this coming week. As we were talking about last week, we are now in Taurus season because we bang, married, and killed some Taurus last week, and that was fun. <laughs> uh, we, this week, we have a new moon in Taurus on May 4th. Aaron, can you tell us a little bit about that? So this new moon is wonderful. Um, we just experienced Pluto and Saturn retrograde, so anything new you want to, any sort of new intentions, goals, or anything you want to, anything you want to um, begin, this new moon is going to be a wonderful time to plant those seeds of intention, especially now that the retrogrades are in effect and you will be redefining, restructuring um, boundaries and, and, and reputations for yourself. And, and the Taurus new moon is in very harmony with, is in strong harmony with them. It's very earth energy. So you can especially think about tangible, earthly um, mm. things you wish to manifest for the next lunar the next lunar month, but also the next six months culminating at the Taurus full moon come Scorpio season. Totally. One of the things that I think is really beautiful about this this moon. So as astrologers, we do obviously look ahead to kind of cast the the cosmic weather, if if you will, uh, to see what is ahead and then kind of see which battles you know must 
be approached, but ultimately that lead us to a higher level of consciousness and happiness in our lives. This is one of the best new moons of the entire year, and I'm so grateful because we've been going through so many storms lately. And I mean, Sam, how like how have, how have they been feeling for you? <laughs> oh, thank you for asking. Um, yeah, it has been really weird. A lot of really good things have been happening for me, especially in my career. But mentally and emotionally, I've kind of been a hot mess and I've been very afraid of success. I don't really understand why. I've been kind of digging up old grudges mm. that I have held on to but kind of put in a box and put them away. And now all of a sudden I'm dreaming about these people I'm angry about. I wake up angry. And I mean, I'm being given all these amazing opportunities and I'm really, I'm like yelling at myself. What is wrong with you? Stop this behavior. And I, I asked the boys, I was like, what is going on with me? Well, one thing that, about this actually with this new moon uh, is that Neptune is going to be playing with the new moon and it's going to be putting a focus on healing our relationships, expanding our relationships. So there are some people that are going to be deepening their connection with, with other people, you know, whether that be intimately, romantically, creatively, you know, and, and allowing that process of release to happen. And, and I do think that that's something to highlight, but yeah. also this is a good time for meditation or, you know, really focusing on our sensitive needs because Neptune rules that, that, that deep, deep area of, of our lives and our emotions. And so, yeah, I mean, could you talk a little about that too? Yeah, so Neptune, we're dealing with, with psychic and spiritual sensitivity. So you're in your dream, Neptune rules dreams. So in your dream world, you're seeing these people because it's, it's wanting you to review so you can truly release and let go of whatever mm. you're holding on to. Um, Neptune's currently home in Pisces and will be oh. there for a very long time. Clark, oh. our, our dear friend, the Pisces, double Pisces, Pisces moon and sun. Yeah, I've been um, having some dreams. I've been having very vivid, I bet. <laughs> yes, and, and retreading old territory for sure. Yeah, yeah me as well. Um, I just a, thought this was supposed to be an uh, easier time. Because Mercury retrograde literally mm. tore us all to pieces. I, I think I can speak for most of the population on, <laughs> on that one. Well, the thing about, you know, looking at the stars is that we obviously have certain different transits when, when let's say, you know, one of the next things that we were going to talk about is that Mercury, the planet of communication, business, you know, writing, all of that kind of technology, it's going to be going into Taurus on the 6th. So, you know, as astrologers, we look at the different cycles and patterns that are happening, but also when planets are not working well together, we can actually forecast that. So you may see that there's a problem in your relationship, yeah. sir. Yeah. Well, and, and right now with Mercury, um, since like Kyle said, it goes into Taurus next week. It's now challenging Saturn and Pluto who just retrograded in Capricorn. So there's a challenge with our mental energy. So even though we, we passed that um, Mercury retrograde, which also brought up a lot of this relationship stuff mm -hmm. to the surface, but until we truly let go, and that is a lot of what Pisces energy has to do, it's the last sign, mm -hmm. letting go. And now it's in challenge with these other two planets that are, are forcing us to redefine and, and transform and restructure. We have to really overcome the, the mental barriers that are holding us back. Um, and with Aries too, it, Aries is fiery, it's, it's very direct, um, but, and can get very angry and is all about the self. Capricorn has to do with 
you know, your reputation, how you see yourself in the world, um, and, and the structures of society. So, and, and like fame and all these other things. So, but it can also be a placement of, of those serious relationships that have to do with reputation mm. or, or placements mm-hmm. of where you have to overcome that. And especially that aggression that can come out between the angles of, of Capricorn and Aries. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting you say that too, because I've told you guys this off air, but last week I had just a very amazing experience. I covered a red carpet and you know, it's very easy in this industry to think that you are ignored, that no one knows who you are, that you know yeah. who everyone is mm. and they don't know you. And there was this one night that everyone was like, Sam Davidson, Sam Davidson, they knew my name. We're me all these compliments and I literally pinched myself I was like am I in a weird dream then the next day I got the nicest email from a publicist telling me what a bright light I was and how good I was in my job and I was it it almost made me uncomfortable to be I mean I was Mm. so happy I sent it to my mom and all that stuff but like it's so I'm being recognized in this way but I'm just not used to it so I'm sure other people out there can relate to that I hope so definitely And, and a lot of times too we resist and are almost scared of success um, and success would fall under that Capricorn energy and we have to allow ourselves to have it though and stop being our own worst enemy and, and preventing ourselves from having achieving that and taking that conscious effort which is what you've been doing mm-hmm. um, that's what a lot of the power of astrology is conscious awareness of your patterns your energies where things are at and how you can overcome what is going on so we're going through a, a thing where you're having to redefine and re- just and restructure your your mental world with uh, collectively that's what we're doing um with the energies but also venus is going to go through this area in like a week or two time mm-hmm. before entering taurus as well so mm-hmm. we will we this is when we'll also really be addressing these relationship things and um coming up because venus rules a lot of that area mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally totally so just kind of just tapping off with Mercury in Taurus, you know, everyone's going to start to notice that collectively, you know, you may want to be more practical in how you're focusing on, you know, the, the day-to-day things that are going on in your life, you know, really trying to ground ourselves in a way that we are looking at our senses and, and communicating in order to bring more prosperity into our lives. So you'll probably notice that start starting to really take effect from the 6th until the 21st. And then we will watch Mercury dance on elsewhere. Yes. Well, and, and with to add on to what Kyle was saying, um, in Taurus, it will be easier to tangibly build um, and manifest what you've been putting into action in this Aries energy. Um, it's Taurus, we're on a Taurus, a Taurus planet. It's very earthly. It's fixed Earth. We can see some amazing results through that slow and steady, very um, methodical process. Hi. <laughs> a little cat jumped up here. Yes. Aries himself. <laughs> All right. Well, unless there's anything else to contribute for the forecast, we are going to get into my favorite part, which is the celebrity pop culture stories of the week. Um, these are some of the most buzzworthy, talked about stories with different celebrities. Our first story is Megan Fox files to dismiss divorce from Brian Austin Green years after getting back together. So Megan Fox, 
everyone knows her as like one of the hottest women in the entire world. Brian Austin Green hasn't been in stuff in a while. He's now known to younger people as essentially her husband. Um, but I've been re-binging OG Beverly Hills 90210. Let me just tell you, he is more than just her husband. But they have had a very tumultuous relationship. So I'm just going to give you guys kind of a breakdown of where they have come from and where they are now. So They've been on and off for literally over a decade, and Megan originally filed for divorce in December of 2015 after 11 years together, five of which they were married, and then they reconciled about a year later, and she revealed that she was pregnant with her third with their third child, who was born in August of 2016. Since the split um, and very informal reconciliation, the two have avoided public appearances together until last month when they were looking very cozy when a photographer saw them walking in L.A. And Green, uh, Brian Austin Green, actually has his own podcast, and he recently spoke about marriage and love and how sometimes things don't work out. But, you know, right now he is in a very happy marriage and they are working it out and he's even open to having another child with her and uh, this past week on Thursday Megan Fox made it official she officially filed papers to dismiss the divorce proceedings so things are looking up and I hope that they continue to look up that said I I don't want to say things that I don't necessarily know but there have been rumors about Brian Austin Green being extremely controlling, um, and I'm sure we will get into that possibly with their mm-hmm. signs. Um, Megan's sign. What is Megan's sign? She's a Taurus sun, yeah. Capricorn rising, Leo moon. And Brian. He is a Cancer sun, Libra rising, Capricorn moon. Okay, so let's talk about kind of their compatibility, if these dates in these years like match up to what's been going on with their relationship. Well, technically... Taurus and Cancer are super compatible. So they flow together naturally really well. You know, when I was really learning astrology, one of the things that I was kind of stuck with me from Susan Miller specifically was that, you know, Earth, you have the seeds, they blend together with water to make flowers. So they tend to grow really well together and and, and complement each other. So, you know, that is, you know, really, really important there. Uh, Also, he is really drawn to her rising sign because it is on the house of partnership for him. And, and so that, you know, again, is there's this an intense draw. Uh, however, looking at, you know, just kind of where their relationship has been, they have been going through, they're now going into eclipse cycles with that are hitting their identity and their house of partnership. And then last year, there was a very significant focus on love and romance and marriage for both of them because of different planets that were affecting it. So Jupiter is the planet of good luck and good fortune. Miracles, it kind of opens doors for us. It was gracing through Scorpio most of 2018. This created for Megan a big focus on healing and resurrecting her relationship in her marriage sector. So that was really, really crucial at that time. However, the way it works for him is that it was actually focusing on bringing back to life his love life and romantically. So that's, you know, what was literally happening. And then on top of all of that, Venus was retrograde, which was shaking up all of this, you know, having them reassess their commitments and their love lives and then also divinely reconnecting them. Uh, The last thing I will just notice about this is, and then, you know, I feel like that really kind of touches on what everything I saw here is that, however, with... Brian being a Libra rising, he has had Uranus, the planet of, of chaos and like, you know, 
radical change and shaking things up across the sky from him in Aries for the last seven years. Well, it's left that place so that the tumultuous, you know, back and forth and chaos that was going on in his important relationships is now done. Oh, good. What else? Do you see anything else uh, from that? I mean, just looking further at their compatibility, um, their their Marses are her Mars is in Capricorn. His is his, his is in Aries. Um, they, that's a challenge uh, for them right there. Um, just big fights or arguments. Mm-hmm. Probably even sexually, probably sometimes. sexually. Yeah. yeah, there can be some frustration. Kind of, of just imagining, and it's probably very hot. I, I it's know prob- it's probably I mean, not healthy, but you know, well, very sexy. Aries and Capricorn are amazing spots to have Mars in. Um, two of the best spots actually to have Mars. So there is definitely um, some friction, but there's also a, a, an understanding, and that friction can and can be turned into extreme passion. Um, however, also looking, they have their Saturns opposite each other so they um have a they're the way they show up in the world is is opposite and and, and there's a, a conflict of of their being the authority in their life and, and a pool of one wanting to be in charge and the other one want to be in charge probably um but they also I mean, that's kind of hot sometimes it's, it, is, yeah, <laughs> it is um but also looking there's some calculated points that they have um in alignment with each other so they have a very strong pull and, and i would say that they're very deep soulmates if not twin flames which can also explain mm-hmm. the um the constant back and forth and pull um of of there being a tension but there needing to be an evolution through that tension um to then get to a place of harmony but then there'll be another step after that um but we've also been going through a huge collective karmic cleanse of relationships um especially after these last two libra full moons Clark, you're looking like, you're like, oh, I know this. It just, yeah, it resonates. I mean, <laughs> it resonates strong. Isn't she also really into astrology? I'm sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure, sure yeah. I think I saw her do on Chelsea Handler's talk show a she couple years ago. She did on Ellen, too, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Hey, Megan Fox, get at me. Yeah. <laughs> you're welcome here anytime, both of you. Okay. Next, we are going to talk about a divorce, a, a real divorce this time, which is Adele. Sadly, she mm. has split with her husband. They've been together for a long time. Uh, her husband's name, uh, Simon Konecki, and uh, they just said the love was no longer there. And at first, it seemed very calm, peaceful. There's not going to be a lot of fighting. Um, he, She gave him the house in Los Angeles that they own together. And they sold their UK home. And they have a six-year-old son named Angelo. It's her top priority. And they're going to be co-parenting. But people are really chattering a lot because um, Adele is worth a lot of money. Simon, probably not so much. So Adele is reportedly worth $180 million, and she did not have him sign a prenuptial agreement. So this means that he could potentially walk away with $90 million, half of everything. Um, And, you know, she's been seen now in New York. I think she's spending some time in the States. What are we kind of seeing with these two? Because it was one of those stories, those Hollywood stories. He's just a nice, normal guy. And, you know, she took time off to have a family and to raise a family. But now that, you know, I want to I'm interested in seeing what's coming up for her and were they compatible and who else could she be compatible with? Of course. So just uh, she's a Taurus sun, Cancer rising, Sagittarius moon. Um, Her Gemini. She's a Venus in Gemini. Um, 
And what's happening currently is Jupiter just retrograded over her moon and opposite her Venus. Venus can be in relationships. Jupiter is significant, significant of the husband over her moon, which is her emotional center. Um, and that Mercury retrograde happened over her north node, which is her soul direction. So there's a huge shift occurring for her um, when it comes to the, the finances. Um, it's going to be definitely something that they'll have to negotiate through. There's going to be a lot of legal proceedings. Jupiter also rules the law um, and, and is in its home sign of Sagittarius. Um, but I think no matter what happens, though, it's Adele. And it's, she's going to recover amazing. She's powerful energy. She's a powerful voice. Um, and I think, too, if they're, if they're going to the co-parenting, the co it's going to be... Um, that's there. I, I I believe in looking at his energy as well, and has an Aries Sun or Aquarius, and an Aquarius Moon. He the, they'll be putting their son first, just making sure that no matter what happens, that he is going to be the the priority. They're they're two energies that would really care for their child. Well, one thing that I really love about the stories that you always pick, Sam, and it just really it's so interesting because you always have your your you know finger on the pulse of everything that is going on. You know, looking back to a couple weeks ago, you were choosing a lot of people that were in all having similar patterns exposed at the exact same time. Yeah. That's exactly what you're doing again here. Yeah. You're not even realizing you're doing it because it's literally, <laughs> literally pop culture. And this is the way that the world works. So, you know, before we were talking about Megan Fox, uh, a Taurus sun with a Capricorn rising. Adele is similar. She's a Taurus sun, but she's a Cancer rising. So both Megan Fox and Adele are going through eclipses in their identity and in their partnerships. Sometimes that can happen and bring you closer to someone. Sometimes it takes you away. Mm -hmm. And so the thing is, you know, looking at these similar pop culture stories, you know, I thought I found that just the patterns to be so interesting and, and profound, you know, because we can learn so much about them. The other things that I was noticing, obviously, besides the eclipses is that, you know, right now... Uranus uh, was going over Simon's son for the last several years, making him shake off his patterns and wanting to break free, break free from relationships. And so that has created an independence, has been, which has been a part of them separating. Also, with the watching Jupiter too, you know, even though she at this point in time is having a separation from him because Jupiter is in her solar house of uh intimacy it is actually focusing her on the imbalances that are happening in her relationships so that's why she's wanting to separate and even though you know yes there is going to have to be legal proceedings of them separating it is going to work out the way it's supposed to and you know she's going to be happy and fine with it because i mean she is adult and she's going to make yeah. more money so yeah uh but the last thing i wanted to say with her specifically is that Jupiter is going to be going into her house of marriage and partnership next year. Ooh. So she's she's destined for better love and better connections anyways. Wow. So bye, Simon. <laughs> but, yeah. uh, just to, to elaborate on that too, where where Jupiter goes, it expands yeah. everything, blows everything out of proportion. However, in that moment of making everything super larger, you can come to a resolution quicker because you see all these little things, mm -hmm. especially with it being in her, her eighth house of intimacy, which also has to do with other people's money, the things mm -hmm. you get from your marriage. It's going to exacerbate 
um, especially because her moon also falls in this energy, um, which so it's hitting her in an emotional place, but she's going to feel much better on the other side of it too. And, and then I noticed another pattern um, like, like Kyle did with all the stories and including with our, our, our lovely guest today, all strong Gemini placements as well. Mm-hmm. Her and Megan have Venus Geminis, Clark has a Mars in Gemini, mm-hmm. and has a Gemini rising, and even the, all the other stories we picked have a lot of strong Gemini energy. So we are all working with patterns and energies attract things very specifically based on everything. Well, mm-hmm. one thing I also wanted just to lap, just to, before I end that story here is that you, you did bring up to us before about how they had been separated for like eight or nine months. Yeah. But they announced the split on April 19th, and that is really significant because it was a full moon in Libra, focusing our attention on partnerships. That second one. and Exactly. However, specifically, it fell in Simon's house of marriage and partnership. So everything was coming to light, and full moons also can mark an ending. Uh, Culmination. Wow. Yeah, it's... Dun, dun, dun. It's crazy. <laughs> right? I know. I know. So according to the boys, um, Adele is definitely best suited with uh, Scorpios or Cancers, right? I'd say, too, um, a, a fire sign would be great because of her moon and her Venus. Um, her Mars is also in an air sign as well. So Interesting. Um, it, they could, their sun could be anything. Um, but you definitely, with compatibility, always look to the moon. Um, if, if the moons are in harmony, that means that internally they, they get along very well. My partner and I have the same moon sign. So at the end of the day, no matter where we're at, we know that we feel very similarly and can understand very intuitively and um, uh, subconsciously the other one mm. and we can always end up on the same page and then with mars and venus those are your, your fun love planets she may even be really good with a capricorn though because oh, yeah. you know she's got the cancer rising so that would be really you know focused amazing on, with capricorn partnership and then with you know her being a taurus and because taurus and capricorn are really really connected very well as as well and so you know but he would he would really love her so intensely yeah, if she found the right Capricorn, he would just be like, because mm. well, and and with the Taurus, Taurus and his, well. oh, so yeah, yeah, they'd be happy. Her Jupiter's in Taurus as well, so mm. anything that would aspect that that Earth energy for her. Maybe that'll be two albums from now. Right now, we need a <laughs> breakup album. <laughs> so right now, give us the goods. She's what, she's what like thirty now? Must be uh, 30, 31? Yeah, no, I think she's a little younger than me, so twenty nine maybe. Yeah, oh yeah, she's a year. She's a year. You're right, eighty eight. She's a year younger than I am. Way to play your cards, Sam. Just show your cards. Oh, I thought I mean. you meant eighty eight years old. No, oh. like, I don't think that's the album. <laughs> yeah, heart. I'm looking forward to it. But I, lo- I do love how she always names her albums after her age. Yeah. She yes, me too. So clever. Um, I'm laughing because I actually skipped over our first story. So I, you guys were looking at me. I was like, why are you looking at me? What am I doing? Okay. So my first story of the day was uh, Catherine Schwarzenegger just had her bridal shower for uh, her wedding to Chris Pratt. Now, this is a really interesting relationship that I'm excited for us to dig our teeth into because it also, I never understood it. It was very random. When Chris Pratt and Anna Ferris split a couple of years ago, the hashtag, I think, was trending like, love is dead. You know, this is our favorite Hollywood couple. And if they can't make it work, nobody can make it work. So... They split up, and very soon after um, they split, Catherine and Chris met. 
they met, let's see, well, they got engaged this past January of 2019, and they only met in June of 2018, so less than a year, and then he split from Anna in April of 2018, and it's all happened extremely quickly. Chris is also 10 years her senior. She, I mean, she's the daughter of Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Schreiber, and obviously comes from a famous family when you look up what her job is i mean it says blogger no mm-hmm. no hate on bloggers uh <laughs> but you know it's just like who she's a celebrity kid why is this compatible i mean chris pratt right now is and he has been one of the biggest 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 movie stars in the world you know the uh, latest avengers just came out and they made at the avengers premiere Catherine and chris made their first red carpet debut together oh wow yeah and i mean that was just like last week so now she had this bridal shower it was at her mom's house oprah was there it was this like huge very elegant um rich fancy thing and you know chris showed up and gave a very heartfelt speech arnold showed up with a cigar in his mouth and a really like sly (laughs) grin on his face so you know my question is how did this happen and are they extremely compatible to the point that it can surpass all of the judgment of like why are they together i looking comparing his chart to Catherine and his chart to anna or anna um i think he's actually more compatible with Catherine. i agree um for yeah. a few reasons um we're both anna and Catherine are both sagittarius and he's a gemini it's a polarity um She's and so funny too. He's he she's only she, he he's basically with Taylor Swift too. Um, no wait, they're not both Sagittarius, are? Oh yeah, wait, no, oh, November December. Yeah, wow. Um, okay. Catherine is is her chart with a part, exception of her rising, literally Taylor Swift. But um, <laughs> not saying that I'm pairing those two. But um, so we're dealing with a polarity. There, Catherine and Chris's Mars and Venus are also in. Um, well, their, their Marses are in an exact uh, opposition in Taurus and Scorpio, and as well as his moon in Taurus. Um, so there's a, a strong pool of this like yin and yang energy between the two of them. Whereas with Anna, um, her Mars was in opposition to his um, to his Sun, which which is great compatibility. However, the it, it also it was more of a challenge um, with his Venus, um, but also her Saturn. Anna's Saturn is in the same spot as Chris's Jupiter, which um, I feel there was a positive to it and a negative. I feel like in a sense of how he's expanding himself, he actually felt a restriction being with her. Mm-hmm. However, that restriction probably served him very strongly earlier in the relationship of getting his career and how he is expanding and, and, and elaborating himself in a lot um, more focused. But um, the, the, but the the challenge he probably he just he probably felt like some sort of restriction from her in that in that sense, especially with the um, challenge of her um, her energy towards his. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, one thing that I'm loving, you know, the more that we do these is, you know, we, I think naturally you and I focus on really different things in, different. In, in looking at it, which I think is really compatible because we can we have, we have a, a more expansive picture of everything for, yeah. mm-hmm. for everyone. So the way that I was actually looking at it is looking at the transits of what was actually happening and when this was happening and why it was happening. 
So, you know, we have the foundation of what they naturally have in compatibility. So those factors are going to be highlighted, you know, through these specific things that I am about to go into. So the thing that I'm really interested in focusing upon here is looking at the, the, the movement of, of Jupiter, because it takes 12 years for it to go around the sun. So last year, it was in, in 2018, Jupiter was in Scorpio, which was allowing Chris to be reborn like a phoenix. He was shedding what wasn't working and also um, establishing new cycles that'll last for 12 years because he what he is a Scorpio rising. So that was his beginning of everything. Uh, however, during that same time, for both Catherine and Anna, they were releasing the last chapter because their first chapter starts now. Massage. So exactly. So, you know, he had to go through all of that, you know, release which allowed, you know, essentially Catherine to be ready for him to come into her life now. But Anna, you know, is, is actually ready to move on too. You know, that's why that, that worked in complete favor for across the board. So there's that. And then, yeah, you know, I, uh, the way that I'm seeing this here is that Anna is really happy to release that. Catherine is, wel is happy to welcome him in. And so, you know, once actually Jupiter entered Sagittarius in November of last year, it also entered one of Chris's houses of marriage. So it lit up and that's what's happening now. So that's why he is so drawn magnetically to her as the polar opposite to him. And that means that he, this specific long-term marriage is going to work really well divinely on his side. Yeah. She's mm. she's all about a, timing. Yes, it's all it really about is. timing. Yeah, it is, and she also completes her Saturn return this year, so she's mm -hmm. becoming an adult astrologically, really um, understanding her place in the world and what she this wants. Is Catherine? To this is Catherine. Um, this and also looking at the, at the, at some calculated points in terms of her like her part of fortune and their and his vertex. Um, they fall very specifically in in with relationship uh, placements. Um, which also speak to very karmic, faded relationships. Mm -hmm. um, everything that he went through with Anna was actually preparing him for this relationship. Exactly, like literally that that path. Yeah. It's it's so interesting. Um, yeah, and and she's she's part of that that Capricorn stellium generation of the late '80s, early '90s. Um, so she's she's entering a whole new world of of who she is and what she's doing. Um, and again, like I said, she's literally almost things i think actually the same day as taylor swift and, and they're, so they're they're saturn returns and the same day and, and and are at the same degree so that whole era of of that late 1989 into beginning of of 1990 are all experiencing themselves level up into a new place in the world well, coming from kind of a love pessimist and a little bit of a man hater at times you know seeing a of course, just like from the surface, seeing someone like Chris Pratt, you know, break up with the mother of his child, his wife, everyone thought they were perfect together. And like, there's no bad blood between him and Anna. So I shouldn't have a problem if she doesn't have a problem. But I always wondered, you know, was he just looking for somebody that was kind of a yes man that wasn't going to challenge him as much as she did? Oh, no, I don't. Well, both Ka Catherine is actually, we don't have Anna's birth time, so we mm -hmm. don't know her rising, but Catherine is a Sagittarius sun and rising. Mm -hmm. And he is a Gemini sun with a Taurus, a Taurus moon and a Scorpio rising. And as a Sagittarius and someone who's also strong in Gemini energy, we're not yes people. 
we will we will only do what we want to do. Um, I think again, going back to Anna's Saturn in Leo conjuncting Chris's Jupiter in Leo, I think that's more of this restriction of of him needing to be released. Whereas Catherine's uh, Jupiter is in Cancer and her Moon, which are very in harmony with his Moon, um, his and his um, rising as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's more of an probably actually experience more of an expanse expansive relationship together. How beautiful! Mm. Right. Okay. You know what? I need to just like accept the universe that um, and stop judging people. Okay, stop it's hard people, though. So. It's hard, especially when you have a re- you know you feel like you have a relationship with their relationship. You mm-hmm. know. Well, I, I also think sometimes you know, especially when we look at you know celebrities and and people of influence, and you know we we become as you were saying attached to their mm-hmm. their relationships and their their love. I, it sometimes can be a way that we see as a mirror to ourselves and totally. how that we want it to, to exist in our lives. And, you know, when that falls, you know, as you were saying about like it being the, the perfect relationship, you know, we, we, we root for that. We and want it to yeah. feel that, especially if we don't currently have that because I mean, Sam, you and I are working and crushing our careers so hard, you know what I mean? And so it's like, you know, eventually, you know, the right person will come to each of us and, you know, all of us. In time. Yeah, but, you know, it's if it's one of those things that if it's like you're chasing after something that isn't going to be there right now. Yeah. You're wasting your energy. You are, yeah. And in, I've, I'm in a long-term relationship and it, it Yes, we know. Happened. <laughs> <laughs> it happened. Salt, 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 I mean, salt, salt, salt. I know, now I'm like, I'm oh, not career salty. focus, relationship I, done, career focus. Um, <laughs> But it happens when you're not expecting it. Yeah. I both of it, we mean uh, my boyfriend Michael talked about it recently of how we both kind of were just surrendering of like we don't need anything right now, and then literally just randomly it all popped up and it exploded into something that now two and a half years later we're just like I can't imagine life without you. Mm-hmm. Um, but and then when especially looking at at the timing of our astrology and what was going on with our charts and that day. And, and the timing of, of us first meeting, it literally just happened. And it happened very intimate points hitting in our in both of our charts and an awakening. It was in things. the stars. It was in the stars. Okay, so uh, my last celebrity story of the day is my celeb WTF. And um, yes, we're going to be doing another Kardashian story because there's a lot of WTFs I have with that family. Okay. <laughs> So, and the reason I bring this up too is because the Chloe, Tristan, Jordan thing is kind of back in the news. Jordan Woods has been now out on the town a little bit more. She's not hiding as much as she used to be. Um, so let me just give you all a breakdown for those that don't know of what ha- exactly went on here. So people are obviously still talking about this scandal. Kylie finally deleted Jordan Woods's uh, photo on her Twitter background. Um, they've been best friends literally for years and years and years. Let's start when Chloe and Tristan started dating. Uh, Tristan Thompson, he is a basketball player. He made my hometown of Cleveland not look very nice, I have to say. Don't like that. <laughs> so they started dating in August of 2016. And then in April of 2017, Chloe said she was ready for Tristan to propose. And then in September of 2017, it was rumored that Chloe was pregnant and she had been wanting to have a baby for so, so long. She tried to have one with her ex, Lamar, and it just didn't work. So it really seemed like things were working out for them. And then it was confirmed in December of 2017 that she was pregnant. 
April of 2017, just before Chloe went into labor, this was honestly one of the most horrific things I've ever seen happen in pop culture history. Um, video surfaced of him cheating on her at mm. a club, and it literally made her go into labor. And oh my so, she, and they're shooting, keeping up with the Kardashians, like as all. I mean, it was a freaking train wreck. But she took him back because she wanted what was best for her family, and who knows if she knew that he was doing this. I think there possibly could have been something like, do what you're going to do, but don't be freaking stupid about it and embarrass me and my family. So then, you know, everyone was like, oh, I can't believe she took him back, but okay, hopefully he'll be on good behavior. Um, then in, you know, July of 2018, they were in couples therapy. Then on February 17th of this year, 2019, he was caught on camera making out um, with... Jordan Woods, who literally lives lived with her sister Kylie, a huge just friend of the family. She was essentially like the last sister. They treated her like a sister, like a daughter. And this girl was freaking crucified by the public, getting death threats. Um, it was so sad to watch. It was hard. And, and she went on to this uh, Red Table talk show, which is Jada Pinkett Smith's talk show. Oh, I show. saw that. Yeah, I saw it too on uh, Facebook. Facebook watch? Mm -hmm. Facebook watch. Yes. And she told her side of the story and she's just, she's a young girl and was partying and got caught up and basically Chloe just really crucified her and it, you know, she blamed her and not her man and that just, you know, it, it was not a good look for her. And on April 23rd, that's when... And then April, April 23rd, which was recently, Chloe said, you know, she wanted Tristan to fight harder for their relationship. It's like he's he's probably, I'm sorry, slept with a ton of women since this entire thing has gone down. And she I think she's finally Chloe is finally um, accepting what her baby daddy is. And but they still have really blackballed uh, Jordan Woods. Apparently she's gained 30 pounds in the past like month and you know it's a I, I do see both sides of it but I do feel like both I do feel like the Kardashian side really kind of went went overkill so let's get into kind of all of their signs and like what happened and when and why well Chloe is a cancer sun with an Aquarius rising Tristan is a Pisces sun so their sun signs are both water they are, are very connected in that way Jordan is a Libra and you know kind of is this this other element that's thrown into it she she works really well as a friend to kylie mm -hmm. uh but i don't see like this intense connection per se with with chloe or even tristan but we don't have his ascendant not his ascendant but jordan and Cor uh, chloe have the same moon sign mm. um both gemini moons tristan and there's a lot of gemini energy at play in this in, in <laughs> yeah. this dynamic um, Does that mean like two-faced bitches? Could be. Um, <laughs> I also just think. I mean, I I just don't think Tristan is mature enough. No. Now I think I think Chloe needs someone more mature. Yeah, and and someone who has their shit together and not similar. Yeah. To, there's just a lot of growing that's that's needed with with these mm -hmm. young. They're so young. Like and they're stop dating so athletes. Young. It's just it. 
it's in the nature. Mm. It's in their nature. And that's why I always was curious, was there some kind of arrangement um, of, of, I mean, a lot of Hollywood couples, I know you're good and cheap, but just don't make me look like a jerk. Don't make yeah. me look stupid. And that is why people get angry. And it might not necessarily even be, oh, you cheated. It's just that, oh, you got caught. And so now I look bad. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, looking here, you know, again, eclipses are something that I really do focus on as an astrologer because you can see where the specific destiny is, is refocusing your life at that point in time. You know, we, we talked about this yeah. last week. So for you, Sam, your career is where you're in, you're in, your eclipses are happening for the next year and a half. So your career is going to exponentially rise each time. You know, for me, it's in media and, and you know, literally everything we're doing right now. That's how it's <laughs> affecting me and in my career as well. So, you know, that's that's there. Um, but she's dealing with her identity and her partnership changing, mm-hmm. you know, so there's that. Uh, however, the dates that actually were really fascinating to me here is that you did, uh, we talked about February 17th, that's when it came to light, correct? Yes. Mm-hmm. So that fell uh, next to two very important dates. So there was a full moon in Virgo on February 19th. A full moon always has a, a, a kind of like a, a spotlight of, of days that it casts its energy over. So like a couple days before, a couple days after, usually this kind of energy manifests. So on February 17th, it came to light. February 19th was the full moon in Virgo. For Tristan, it exposed him to his partner. That's literally what was happening wow. in the stars. Also... He should have read his horoscope that week, right? <laughs> also, so Mercury, the planet of communication, was exactly in the same sp- same place as Neptune, creating this illusion and smoke, sp- smoke screen around everyone. Uh, however, also, Venus, planet of love, was in the same place in the sky as Saturn, giver of hardship, and also, you know, making the love colder, the way that that actually manifests specifically for Chloe is it fell exactly in her house of marriage and partnership. So her love turned cold, literally, on that day. She And she has, her her natal Jupiter is in Capricorn as well. Isn't that nuts though? That's insane. I know, when I see this stuff, I'm like, Kyle, how did this even, like, it blows my mind, Mm. you know? It just blows my mind. Well, I, you know, I am just curious for Jordan is, do you think the hardships for her as far as being like fried in front of the media and all this stuff, is it coming at least to close to an end or is, are people going to keep on doing this to her? Is it still crazy? Saturn is in her house of home right now. Spending time with her family, which she moved back in with her mom. So that's going to be a big, crucial development sector for her. The eclipses, though, they're not... Well, they're they're affecting her public recognition. And her home and family. she's a Libra. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and in in a sense, I mean, she was so close to the Kardashians that she's losing losing some family in in a sense. Mm -hmm. Well, the Pinkett Smiths are also a nice family to uh, have to back you up because they've they've known her since she was a little girl. Oh, really? Yeah. Her father worked on Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, I believe. So I think Will Smith has literally known her since she was born. And I believe that he might be her godfather, actually. So I, I could be wrong, but I think so. Um, okay, so, but okay, so with Jordan, like you guys keep on telling me, oh, my career is doing great, but like it could go either way for Libras right now as far as public recognition. Well, I, I mean, it's definitely, there's different kinds of eclipses. Mm-hmm. So we look at them energetically and, and also how the other interactions of the planets are happening at that time. So, 
you know, I really do specialize in looking at like the dates and the transits of that because I want to, there is the predictive quality to that because you know what energies are moving and like the currents of the, of the universe at that point in time. Like if Mars is clashing with that specific moon, mm -hmm. yeah, it's going to create an obstacle and yeah. it's going to create something tangible that you're going to have to figure out how to effectively resolve and, and become stronger from. We'll see a lot. Um, come cancer season with the next set of eclipses oh my for, all them, for all of them but it's yeah I mean I literally I so I have this I write down all of the all of the things every day for the entire year ahead of time cancer season is gonna be a goddamn mess I yeah mean, like, <laughs> like for real though because I mean it's like everything is in opposition with all the stuff so just, so think about how you I felt know, right? think about how you felt during airy season mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. it's gonna be um, like it's gonna be again. like that but a little more intense because <laughs> yeah. instead of it just being a, a a hard 90 degree angle it's a 180 degree angle where we have to balance and we have eclipses and there's eclipses oh man oh, so and and, and, yeah. and with and it will have and in that cycle we'll have the opposition of and the we sun. have mercury retrograde and mercury retrograde oh and man and you guys cancer. let's just That's live everything in this beautiful moment yes right? taurus time taurus time Bob. taurus yeah. time like, enjoy taurus season uh, <laughs> I'm gonna get it all, guys. All right, all. just live it up. Well, we breathe because now because it will be a little yeah. more intense come summer. Well, wow. <laughs> I mean, literally, like you know, like I said before, you know, this May Fourth new moon in Taurus is mm -hmm. gorgeous for everyone. The May eighteenth. Uh, full moon in Scorpio is actually gorgeous as yeah. well. So Great. we have literally a whole month here where it's going to be really beneficial and, to our lives. And the the, the the Sag full moon and the Gemini new moon are also aren't too challenging okay. either. It's it's the Cancer new moon, which is a solar eclipse, and the Capricorn full moon, which is a lunar eclipse, that are going to be the big ones. Plus, we have the opposition of the Sun to Saturn and Pluto, which is the midpoint of the retrograde. Yeah. So everything that we're working on within that energy also comes to a huge head. Plus we have these eclipses. It's like, mm -hmm. you really be watching people with strong Cancer or Capricorn energy because it's just gonna be bam, bam, bam yeah. over the next few years, honestly. Yeah. Um, so we'll see a lot, I think, come up with them because again, they also have a lot of that energy sure. natally. Well, let's get to our special guest, Ooh. Clark Moore, who is a Pisces, an actor, an LGBTQ advocate. You know, you've really done some beautiful things in that Thank world you. and in the entertainment industry the past couple of years. I know you really want to focus uh, on career stuff, so let's take it away, guys. Let's dive in. Oh, now I'm nervous. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be. Well, I, let's see. Where do we want to start? So, I mean... I, I, for me, I today is a big day. I was, was telling you when, when, mm -hmm. when we got here. Um, today is your exact Mars return. So think about the last two years, mm -hmm. and now think about the next two years. Okay. Your the way you've been putting yourself out into the world, your actions, your passion projects. Um, you're starting a new cycle of that. Mm. Um, so basically, clean slate. You're today onward, and now the energy of today and what's been going on today kind of will flavor the next two years. Right. Um, However, um, I also started looking at your uh, Saturn return, mm -hmm. which happens exactly on January 19th, 2021. So you're in this pre-shadow of it. Um, right. Um, and usually with Saturn returns, you start to feel it about 30 degrees out. Um, and so we're already in that energy. You have this strong awareness of, of the energy coming up and, and, totally. where, and where you want to be going. So. Next year, you'll be feeling it very intensely because it's going to come very close to your Saturn, but then retrograde into Capricorn. Your Saturn is at the very beginning of Aquarius. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but then again, you'll clear, you'll, you'll basically, you're in your Saturn return, you clear your Saturn return January of 2021. Okay. Um, and that is, again, you in on the stage of the world. Um, and at that time, too, of your Saturn return, you'll also be just before your next Mars return. Oh, wow. So your ac- the actions you're taking now through then are going to be serving how your Saturn return energy kind of formulates and 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 takes place. Okay. Um, I was also looking at your relocation chart for Los Angeles. You're originally from Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you change locations from your natal where you were born, your chart changes slightly. Your natal chart always is a, the most important, but um, the energies are slightly different. So in, in Los right. Angeles, instead of being a Gemini rising, you're actually an Aries rising. Oh, interesting. So it's been a lot of self-direction, a lot of having to put yourself out there. Totally. Um, with all this Capricorn, that is going to be then your career and fame sector. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can expect a lot of career growth. Um, and again, it's about how you're showing up and about how the actions you're choosing to take right. um, that are going to be leading you up to this. And since, again, you have this pre-awareness of the energies. And I remember, I think there was like an article you did la- last year, an interview where you mentioned like, oh, I'm coming up to my sad return. Mm, yeah. And I was like, I was like <laughs> oh my God, like he's going to blow up. Because you have just the awareness is the power. And right. so if you tell yourself, okay, like I have to put myself out there. I have to get myself going and moving forward, which you've been doing and right. you've been seeing this amazing progress. It's only going to set you up even better when it come when you hit and pass that final point. Right. Um, it's like last week we were talking about Taylor Swift and she had this big announcement and it's all timing with her Saturn return. Oh, wow. Ex- almost exactly. So we're going to see some some things shift for her and it's going to be similar for you next this year into next year and right. going into January of 2021 after we clear all these crazy eclipses in Capricorn, the Saturn-Pluto conjunction in Capricorn, which again will hit your... Um, career sector here in los angeles um but also as a, as a pisces that's going to be your your you in the public and, and, and your public standing for right. gemini that's going to be um it, it's going to be your your relationship sector as well as your, like what you get from others how you, what you're receiving from others business deals right um jupiter going through your seventh house is going to attract new business opportunities business partnerships Putting yourself there, yeah. and out there, and 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 trusting and having faith, because with Jupiter too comes this faith of needing to know, I'm making the right deals. And you, you've been just in this last year, you've you've jumped up so quickly. Right, it has been a serious growth, and I think that so that speaks to exactly what I've been feeling here is that the this is a city and an industry that requires you to really put yourself out there and to really, you know the there is no day-to-day everyone always asks like what's your day-to-day schedule and it's like there isn't one Mm -hmm. well the interesting thing that actually i wanted to touch on specifically about you is literally what you're talking about because Mm. of the way that the your rising sign and your sun sign are correlated so with you being a gemini rising pisces rules your career Mm -hmm. so naturally your identity and your authentic self and the way that you present yourself is always going to make you more successful and famous. Mm. So literally, the more that you rely on that, the more you will rise. And that I can see that specifically right here. Also, one thing that I think is really interesting is that, so Jupiter right now is in Sagittarius. So it represents that your reputation and career sector is expanding, like he was saying. Mm. However, it also is in your partnership sector, which means that you can find important collaborative partners, 
How, or you may actually find a boyfriend who is very famous mm. or, or in the limelight that will actually grow and help you. Yeah. Interesting. Um, so that is something that's really, really crucial. Um, another thing that I wanted to note is that you, because you are a Pisces sun, starting, I mean, we had one last July. We have one, obviously, this July. We have them continuing the eclipses that are happening in your romantic sector. Mm. So you're either going to fall in in love, out of love very rapidly. When they happened to me, I mean, it was very, very intense and transformative. And that is going to continue for you. Uh, but the one moment that I know you wanted to talk about career, uh, but I want to talk about partnership for you. Because yes, please. Yeah. I think this is such a beautiful moment. And like I said, I really do focus on the transits and where the planets are moving to kind of predict that. Mm. And so in... August 30th, around August 30th, the days that follow that, we have some incredible energy. We have Mars ruling sexuality, passion, drive. We have Venus ruling love, you know, mm. harmony, beauty. We have Mercury ruling communication and negotiation along with the sun and the moon, which is life force and, and the uniting of all of the masculine and the feminine. They're all in the exact same place in the sky and for you that falls in your marriage sector. Wow. So you and a lot of other Pisces are actually going to really, really have the opportunity to find like a soulmate. Oh, wow. That's yeah. when? It's in the days uh, starting after August 30th. This year? Like yes, in a year. couple of months? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Yeah. And I'm so excited for you. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah. Mazel tov on your future engagement. <laughs> I know. I can't wait. I've been waiting my whole life. Yes. Um, it's going to be, and the eclipse is also fall on your 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 second house of values and and, and earned income as well. Mm -hmm. In relationship to that intimacy intimacy sector, they're they're correlated. What you give and receive, right, are all tied into one. So you can come into a partner too that really hones in on what you truly value and mm -hmm. be a partner of extreme value to you. Mm -hmm. One that really hits you inside of, mm. of what you feel because cancer being in your second house natally but also your fifth house solar and lunar charts mm. um and since you are double pisces there's probably more of an emphasis for you on the pisces energy right totally um so this does that fifth house activation which also is career projects mm. and, mm -hmm. and, and anything you create but it's also romance and love and fun flirty things hot right. sex hot oh. sex yeah. fifth yeah. house is hot mm -hmm. sex mm -hmm. speaking wow. of hot sex you guys we um are running out of time <laughs> we <laughs> have to uh segue into our bang mary kill yes. tourist season yes, yes. thank you get? guys for that that was amazing yeah yeah thank totally you. cool so today is uh we're gonna dive into some famous tauruses and i'm giving you guys channing tatum mm. george clooney and robert pattinson did you just shake your head at channing tatum oh yeah oh, not a fan. Okay. oh wow all oh. right let's let him go first because he is our guest oh gosh um ooh, it's really hard <laughs> it's a really hard one there are so many hot Taurus men. Oh, God, I know. I'm so glad I am one. <laughs> it's so, such a problem. Okay. Um, I'm, I guess I'm going to have to say Mary George because I would love to imagine a world in which I'm a mall Clooney. Mm -hmm. okay. So I'm going to go with Mary George. And then I guess, I guess Bang Channing and unfortunately kill Robert. Aww. I do love Robert's work. No, <laughs> and he seems to be very nice. So that's a tough one. Okay. So I am going to kill George. I'm sorry. As much as I do love George Clooney, I don't know. I see some darkness in him, and he's been in the industry a long time, and I just don't really trust him. I am going to marry 
oh, this is a hard one. Like, okay, I- I'm going to marry Robert Pattinson, even though he's, like, extremely emotional and it- that might be a lot. I would like to see him around every day. And, you know, it's hard to not want to marry Channing, but I think Channing literally just has women just humping him wherever he goes. And I would not. And same with Robert, but Channing just really puts it all out there with his dance moves. So I would um, bang Channing, marry Robert, Edward. So I think it's mine similar. Um, So even though I shook my head at Channing Tatum, I I think I would... I think I'd actually marry him. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. a big jump. Yeah. Um, but is that because of process of elimination? Or I, th- because- I think it's a combination of process of, elimi- of elimination, but also I think his dance moves. I think, right. I think it'd be like fun, more like a lot of fun long term. <laughs> um, I guess, you know, live out a daddy fantasy with George and, and bang him. And I mean, you know, Edward and, and... He'll be alive forever, so you can't really kill him. It's all right. Exactly. Yeah. And, uh, well, though he did die in Harry Potter, but... True. Very true. Iconically, yeah. Iconically. Yes. All right, Kyle, what about you? I think I want to marry scruffy, brown-haired otter named Robert Pattinson. <laughs> otter. So we're going to do that. Okay. And then uh, I think I'd bang George Clooney for his power. Oh wow! And then I would kill Channing Tatum. Power. Okay. I mean, hell yeah! I mean, I, I mean, w- like, I mean, I will suck that shit right up. Oh, <laughs> oh all right. Intense. Well, we just ended on a it. high note there. Sorry, guys, real tense today. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you have Pluto in your seventh house? <laughs> I do. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. All right. Well, Clark, thank you so so much thank for you joining so much for us. Having me. We thank have. You. Loved having you. And please, everyone, follow you. Where can everyone find you on yeah, social media? Mr. Clark Moore is my handle. And do you have any upcoming projects you'd like to plug? Um, those three are sort of like the big ones at the moment. Uh-huh. I've got some cool stuff brewing Good. per what you guys were talking about, which is exciting. <laughs> it's so funny because I, I was telling you, uh, I'm ju- I was just having a conversation with a friend of mine about my one to three year plan and some of the things that are happening in the next couple of years and the things that I'm building. So it, I am very excited about Long-term. one term energy right now Capricorn is long term goals very much so awesome Um, and you guys can find me Sam Davidson at SamD43 on Twitter and Instagram I am off to Vegas right now to go cover the Billboard Music Awards I'm really excited so follow me on Instagram because I will be documenting all of that we'll see you next week Again, my name is Aaron LaFaro. You can find me on Instagram at astrology underscore coach, um, where I post daily somewhat of what's going on and, and how you can use it to direct your life a little better. And to send off today, I would also like to thank Love by Luna, our sponsor. We will be giving uh, this crystal set to our wonderful friend here. It is going to enhance his manifest desires mm. as well. Uh, also, if you are based in Los Angeles, we are going to be a part of uh, an art festival that will be taking place on May 11th. Uh, I will be hosting that. Uh, there will be musicians, there will be vendors, there will be, apparently, according to the flyer, hot people. Yes, Sam is going to be performing. So that it is free, it is for 21 plus, it's from 2 to 6 p.m., and yeah we hope to see you so uh, again my name is Kyle Thomas I'm a pop culture astrologer and you can find me on Instagram at Mr. Kyle Thomas and of course don't forget to follow us at Astro Kiki at Astro Kiki on Instagram we will see you next week bye everyone 
Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Astro Kiki Radio on the Left of Straight Radio Network. Be sure to follow us on Instagram at Astro Kiki Radio, and you can also check us out on iTunes and Stitcher. Make sure to join us next week, and don't forget, we are the only e-news of astrology. Thank you.